The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hello, Dan Housen here. Dan Housen here to tell you to listen to the Rough House podcast, hosted by Christoph and Marty Housen. Very good. You both got the Housen in there. Listen to the podcast or up yours. Anyways, have a nice time. Love that, Dan Housen. Listen to this podcast. It's very nice, very evil. The Rough House podcast, Housen. Yes. Dan Housen is so powerful. Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Kristoff. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rough House Podcast, episode 233 for June 13th, 2021. I am Marty. Uh, hi. <laughs> I'm Kristoff. Yeah, yeah and, it's, a, it's a particularly rough house today. I'd like to take this opportunity to, uh, to thank everybody for listening. Uh Hope everybody is enjoying the uh, the nice baritone to my voice right now. You have serious Quiet Storm vibes right now. I, it I, is I uh, Ring of Honor guy. Uh, are you talking about the Geo Storm with uh, fucking uh, Gerard Butler? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't mean the AE, unofficial official AEW pre-show. Oh man, Geo Storm. I mean, it's a storm that's like the planet wide or something like that. I don't even know. Oh what no, happens. no, no. I, I thought it was just was uh, old rusted geos just drop from the sky <laughs> that would have made a much better movie i'm sure <laughs> can't go I mean, any faster it's a geo <laughs> uh, yeah it's gonna it's it's a bit of a morning over here at the uh at the crystal compound um <laughs> gonna be a little slow on the uptake okay all right, I will. Uh, I will uh, give my thoughts. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll try not to be too clever on the transitions because I might leave no, you completely. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm here. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to? Uh, uh, I, I don't know how much you want to blow up your own spot. Do you want to elaborate a bit about uh, your your sitch? Got drunk. <laughs> super drunk. Out super late. Um, or super yeah. early, depending on your. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm at a point it shifts from I was out very late to I was out very early. I'm too old to stay out till 3.30 a.m. drinking. That's, <laughs> that's essentially what it comes down to. Uh, but here I am. Rocky like a hurricane. <laughs> here I am. I uh, did get to see our boy uh, Justin Bocephus Schlegel last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave him some good squeezes. Raised a couple eyebrows from people around us. Uh, it was very, uh, it was good. I hadn't, hadn't, hadn't given that guy a squeeze in quite some time. It was, uh, felt real nice in, uh, you know, the, the heart chest area and also in the nether regions mm-hmm. Had a little tin, little tinge happened down there. Yeah. Yeah. Familiar feeling. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, yeah, like so, yeah, it did. It did. The warm embrace of a, uh, a wayward comedian, crazy person was, uh, <laughs> was quite nice but my friend yes 
the world moves on. It it, it does. It does. That there was does. there was a a week of wrestling that happened. Yeah, and it's it, it's time for us to to break into it. And Chris, I I think, you know, we we should start like we always do. The uh, world wrestling gonna make me do this today. Of course not. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> what else are we gonna kick off with? Come oh, on. that played out perfect. <laughs> Uh, let's get into it, folks. Eight o'clock Monday morning. My Monday morning. God. Uh, June 7th, 2021, a banner day at the Rough House podcast. Wow. Uh, what? What a morning. What, what a morning. What a morning. What a moment. What a match. Yeah. What, what an incredible uh, situation we found ourselves in. Uh, you know, for as much as we have ragged on the state of New Japan Pro Wrestling this year, and rightfully so. Yes, much deserved. Um, when they need to, they find that magic. And the magic is back as they uh, crowned the third ever IWGP World Heavyweight Champion in one Mr. Rampage Dragon, Shingo <laughs> Takagi, beating... Kazuchika Okada clean in the middle of the ring in a 36 minute epic as a fucking sheet. The crazy son of a bitch did it. Uh, I to say I was overjoyed, probably a bit of an understatement. Um, I was uh, successful in avoiding my essentially my phone that whole morning. (laughs) Yes. yes. Until I had a chance to to queue up the match. Um, And I skipped obviously right to the main. And, and I, I'm the one who almost accidentally spoiled it for you by <laughs> by posting the gif that I did on on uh, Twitter. Even in yeah. that, I, I was trying not to say anything. But uh, as you put it, you got the the <laughs> likes right in your. Uh, yeah, I got the push notifications, notifications on the uh, and, and had on it the, sent the, the gif. Uh, All I saw was yeah. this morning in the rough house office and yes. I didn't, I saw that it was a gift, but I couldn't see what the gift was in yes. a quick glance. Thankfully. I mean, it could have been, you know, a guy setting fire to something or tossing yeah. a table or whatever. I probably would have gone been... with the one of uh Batman looking sad in the rain on a loop. <laughs> that would have been the one I think I would have gone with. <laughs> yeah. That would have been pretty apropos, but, um, but yeah, no, the dude, uh, the dude did it, you know, and I queued up the match and I watched the match and it was a very good match. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it was quite as good as the, um, the, the latest Osprey Shingo match. No, but you know, Okada still has a banged up back. Um, and he did as, as much as he could of, you know, classic Okada right. to, to make it feel like a match. Um, of that caliber, uh, he did his part, yes. and you know Shingo clearly, you know, as he's done since he's arrived in New Japan, just brought the heat, brought the thunder, brought the pumping bombers, and a fucking made in Japan on the uh, mat outside the ring, yes. and a really good uh, countout tease, and just you know threw a couple rainmakers of his own in there. Yeah, he did with some and, stank on him. Yeah, made in Japan. One, two, three. The shock on his face, the shock on my face, the shock on probably most of the world's face, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, it wasn't and isn't the safe choice. No. But 
I think it's the right choice. And obviously my um, adoration of Shingo Takagi clouds my vision on this. Probably can't see super clearly about it. But, you know, if you want to try and save a promotion that is struggling to struggling creatively, you know, obviously they have hurdles of injuries and COVID and all these different things that they've been dealing with. But if you want to try to garner interest on something, yeah, you could go the safe route and have your best champ of the past decade or whatever hold your belt. Right. But I feel like, and I've said that I said this last week and the week before, it's probably a better choice to get the guy who hasn't had it and to to get some fresh eyes on there. And, you know, Twitter, I I think, pretty much shared and and Reddit, too, shared the same uh, sentiments of, I can't believe they actually fucking did this. This is awesome. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I definitely thought Shingo would go down in New Japan history as a guy on par with a Goto yeah. or an Ishii, uh, a, a consummate bridesmaid. Uh, or bride. Has Suzuki ever won the IWGP title? He has, yes. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and uh, he's actually held a, a – he's held that. He's held the Never. He's held the right. Intercontinental. I see, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's touched a bit of, of, of all of it. Um, primarily because he's been a freelancer, he hasn't been, you know, the guy in some time, but he, he has held it. I, I'm pretty confident he's held it previously. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't think Shingo was gonna be the guy 39 years old. He's not young. So basically Mm -hmm. like this was the window to do it. Um, it's definitely interesting also, you know, Shingo's a guy I've literally watched as he come up, as he came up, you know, he started as the first Dragon Gate Trueborn after they went from uh. Toromon to becoming Dragon Gate. He was the first Dragon Gate Trueborn. I saw him in Ring of Honor when he was doing his U.S. excursion mm-hmm. um, and broke his arm. So literally there was a period of time where they just had him doing autographs with a broken oh, arm. Man. But, I mean, it was kind of, you know, quote unquote lame because, like, no one fucking knew who this guy was except for yeah. tape watchers. Um, but, you know... I, he always kind of stood out like a sore thumb among the flippy dudes mm-hmm. and to see this guy, you know, get accepted into, he did a run in all Japan during their champions carnival a few years ago where he showed, you know, he could work the heavyweight style and to see him come in to new Japan, come in as a mystery guy, yeah. have the levels of success as a junior. Did. Yeah. As, as a junior yeah. and then come up, have, Arguably one of the best matches of the modern era for New Japan with him and Osprey, best of Super Juniors final a few years ago, mm-hmm. and then to meet once again as heavyweights, yeah, and and become sort of generational rivals in a way, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's it's a really interesting story. It, it, it is definitely, I don't want to say it's on par with a Daniel Bryan in the U.S. But it's the closest I can think of of a guy where you're like, he's not going to be the guy. Right. And they they pull the trigger because of situations. And I don't mean like the big Daniel Bryan WrestleMania run. I mean like when he beat John Cena, you know, like that. Yeah. That sort of like, what the fuck? Like they're yeah. going with him now. Um, you know, I, I, I certainly hope that this – is the beginning of some more positive momentum for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you look at what they're building beyond that, uh, also on the same Dominion card, which was a pretty solid card. I mean, it was only five matches long, so it's hard not yeah. to be a solid card. True. But, uh, 
you know, the semi-main was Kota Ibushi versus Jeff Cobb. Very good match. Cobb looks yeah. like a beast, but Ibushi yep. gets the win. They're very clearly now building towards uh, Ibushi trying to regain once was his from Shingo. That's a match I absolutely want to see. I don't know if it's a Tokyo Dome match. <laughs> but, well, you, know, you know, at this point, what is? Yeah. Um, Work with what you got, man. Yeah. Yeah. All in all, very exciting. We are beyond thrilled. I, yeah. I think the most exciting part of this is not even necessarily that he won. It is that for the first time in a while, the heavyweight scene in New Japan is one that is unpredictable. I don't know where they go with this. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, they, they you, could put it right back on Ibushi and I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. You but, could say post COVID, it's been a little unpredictable, but not necessarily in a good way. Fair, I mean, if, if we talk back to the the evil double belt run of, yeah, uh, yeah, of fair 2020, point. fair point. Probably best not to talk and go back about that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, there, it, it's it's fresh blood, and you know, I have to give the the New Japan, uh, you know, Gato and whomever else is making these decisions back there some credit because, you know, it's uh it's it's a new guy up top. And, you know, the old guard is pretty much really fucking slowing down over there at this point because yeah. the style that they work is a very physical style. And you can only do that, you know, unless you're a freak of nature like Minoru Suzuki for so long right, uh, right. And, and take those shots and, and still be able to put on high high caliber matches. Yeah. Um, but for me, as somebody relatively, you know, over the past couple of years new to New Japan wrestling – it it like it kind of, you know, Shingo was the first guy that I've followed his entire New Japan career. So I feel right. like I I've been along for the journey, and you know I I remember enjoying his stuff from from the best of the Super Juniors on. And he, obviously, if you've listened to this show for, <laughs> for more than a couple episodes talking about New Japan, I always bring up Shingo. So uh, it's it's just it's super exciting. Um, I'm sure the match with him and Ibushi is going to be really good, uh, and hopefully, you know, hopefully he gets a a, a bit of a a bit of a run here. You know, fuck. And let him hold his little Wrestle Kingdom and have him drop to whomever is back or, or debuted or, you know, I, Osprey's already talking shit on Twitter, uh, which, you know, is not really out of the norm. But yeah, but what a choice for a dude to fucking bail and be like, oh, well, my neck's totally fucked up. I can't wrestle and then go into business. But I mean, know, you know, that's Car Carney's going to Carney. Fair point. Fair point. Um, but, you know, uh, it, it, it's very exciting. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. So uh, okay. also uh, in the world of wrestling, we are just a few hours away from. You know what? Let's keep talking about I, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, uh, seriously, though, uh, fantasy booking, who do you want to see Shingo go against? Oh man! I mean, I, we've yeah, already real, seen him realistically versus fantasy. Uh, well, okay. I mean, realistically, you know, I'm stoked for the Ibushi match. Um, yeah. I really would love to see them run back Cobb uh -huh. and Shingo because that match at Wrestle Kingdom they had earlier this year. I think that's the only, maybe the only match I've watched more than once. <laughs> this entire year just because it ruled so fucking yes. hard yeah um and again he had another banger of a match with tanahashi yeah uh, for the never title that that tana won the title on which he subsequently lost to jay white but there yeah. hasn't been much 
talk about the never and and Jay White was he even on this tour? I don't even remember. No, no, no. He's uh he's out because of COVID. Okay, all right. So they haven't been able to bring him back in. No, 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 no. I mean, or did he, he might... have COVID? Uh, he yeah, he had COVID. He uh, had COVID. Oh, that's right. COVID. That's right. David Finley had yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah. As okay. they discovered when they were flying out when they shut down due to COVID. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. Finley spilled the beans on all that. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jay White might be in quarantine right now and they bring him back in time for a bigger show i don't know but i wouldn't mind seeing shingo jay white i think that could be interesting uh shingo evil could be interesting if you want to spin evil sure. back up shingo kenta could be interesting and i think kenta's already trying to yeah. uh, you know lay some groundwork for that oh is he angling already yeah yeah um little k getting it done <laughs> yeah uh shingo naito would be very interesting it would. It looks like Naito and Sonata are going to be going against the uh, challenging the techers for the uh, heavyweight tag belts. Yeah. So that, and that should be fun because, you know, something different for Naito. Uh, yeah, something different for Naito, something different for Sonata. Something to do for Sonata, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think that'd be interesting. Hell, uh, considering he was at the top of the show talking about he's coming back from a peck injury real, real soon, uh, maybe Hiromu says, hey, look, I was supposed to get a heavyweight title shot. Let's oh, fucking man. do this thing. That'd be really cool. Uh, Hiromu snapped some good shots from being on commentary during this match as well. Yes. Uh, you know, he was marking out for his LIJ brother, which is yeah. which is really fun. Yeah, and you know, the, uh, there's you know a bunch of people there that that could make some good challengers for him. Shingo um, Ishii, um, yeah, Shingo Suzuki. <laughs> run that back from last. Always summer. run that back. Yeah, uh, and I, my mind keeps going to the juniors that I want to see them fight. Like Shingo and Despi, I think would be fucking uh, killer. Yes. Um, you know, and then uh, yeah, I, I, my brain isn't working that well this morning. So that's about the uh, the extent of of people I can think right now. But you know, bring in the uh, as I said, you know, as we'll get into AEW later. Yeah, I just. My my absolute total uh, fantasy book dream match is uh, for the forbid- forbidden door to swing and allow Penta to fight Shingo, and then I would just like achieve uh, total consciousness as a human being and ascend into the heavens immediately yeah, yeah, you would uh, just, after the finish you would just of turn that off match. Being a wrestling fan entirely at that point is what you told me. Like, you're just I, done. I, I could just give it up. I yeah. could because I, I, it's not gonna give it up cold. Uh, just that's it. Cold turkey. Just stop. Stop watching AEW. Stop watching New Japan. Just, just uh, <clears throat> accept that that would be the highlight of my wrestling fandom. And uh, yeah. you know, unless they're gonna, unless there's some shenanigans and they build to another match, but right. uh, in which case I'd quickly come back. But yeah, that would be you know, super nice, super nice. Yeah, yeah, real nice. So uh, I, I I did drop that fucking poppy theme for NXT. Because you do. do have a takeover this evening. There is, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, NXT this week was all about building out that show. Uh, and it did include Poppy. Poppy appeared on screen uh, in multiple segments where not only um, uh, apparently Dexter Loomis has a crush on Poppy. Mm-hmm. So that has now uh, caused a fracture with Dexter and uh, Indy Hartwell. Yeah. But also, uh, Candice LeRae said that Poppy is sticking her nose in business that she doesn't need to. Says she wants uh, to fight Poppy. But Poppy awesome. said, hey, um, I don't wrestle, but I know someone who does. And that brought back Io Shirai. Mm, okay. Which I'm cool with, 
But God damn it, is every single person who's worth half a shit in NXT going to hit the invisible ceiling and just have to keep coming back? Well, yeah, not only that, but dude, the same feud that's been done that they did, <laughs> yes, uh, you a, know, a, a year and a half times. ago. Like, when when yeah. they wrote out Io Shirai, they fucking laid the groundwork for uh, her and Frankie Monet and nothing. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. follow up. Nothing at all. Nothing yeah. At all. Nothing at all. My first, uh, my first thought is, if you're Steph McMahon, do you worry about the relationship between uh, Paul Levesque and uh, Poppy? Poppy. <laughs> I mean, I know it's there's business involved, but at the same time, yeah. dude really seems into Poppy. It, uh, it, it, it definitely kind of has a a um, Elon Musk Grimes feel to it. Oh, ooh, ew, yes, ew, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Oh God! And considering <laughs> the right more now, I think about it, the more you're right, and it's gross. The, considering right now, Triple H is very clearly not in a great place. Oh. I don't know if you heard the stuff about the takeover media call he did. Oh, um, the the uh, which part? The part where he said <laughs> that uh, the best women wrestlers are on NXT, or the part yeah. where he blamed the fans for when things don't oh, go we're, right? We're, we're we're gonna dig into that, but yeah, dude's okay. definitely not, the the Nick conization of WWE clearly. Clearly has yeah. Hunter not in a good spot. So He's invaded his psyche. Uh, this was on Thursday. They uh, Triple H did his um, his media call, and normally yeah. it's kind of fun. Normally it's like Triple H bullshitting back and forth with reporters and, and right. all of that. And uh, and this time he didn't have to answer Velveteen Dream. Yeah, he, did. so. he didn't have to talk about Dream. <laughs> How good is that? Right? Fantastic. Uh, Instead, um, well, one, uh, Uncle Dave, Dave Meltzer, finally got on the call. Oh, yeah. He had not been on in some time. Uh, He talked about this on one of the uh, observers this weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently, um, it's a situation where most people call in like a half hour before the call. So they actually get in. He Mm -hmm. normally tries to call in like a minute or two before the call. Right. He can't get in. So that's why he he doesn't – he wasn't able to get in. But he (laughs) – was uh, he had asked uh something about um you know do fans get frustrated with talents getting misused when they get called up to the main roster mm-hmm. and it definitely pissed off triple h <laughs> um the the exact quote is it's so funny to me sometimes how in our business Everyone is so worried about where someone is going to go or land or how this is going to play out long term in the future. How about watch it? Do you like it or do you not like it? Do you have to say I like it, but I like this other thing more? Just watch it or don't. And stop trying to figure out where everything goes. Fans ruin their own stuff half the time trying to figure out where everything goes and why it's going there and how, and then trying to pick up their phone and search for the thing to find out what it is that can ruin it for them so they aren't surprised when it happens. I don't understand that. Bro, that's engaging with your audience. Like, that's yeah. the that's the point. You want people to be invested in your characters because you're yes. making movies over there. Yeah. Um, you want people to be invested in them and you yeah. want them, the watcher, the the audience to follow their narrative arc and right. figure out, you know, when are they going to win the big one or, or something like this. That's the stupidest fucking comment I think I've ever heard. And we're all dumber for having heard it. Yeah. Well, I award him no points <laughs> and may God have mercy on his soul. I... 
I will say the second half of the comment I vaguely agree with, mostly because uh, in terms of our shared fandoms, Chris, we've seen uh, to to mix analogies with pro wrestling terms. We've seen Marvel fans work themselves into a shoot when it comes to theories about <laughs> like WandaVision. Yeah, it's got to be Mephisto, man, or fucking yeah. Reed Richards going to be there and, you know, all this right. shit. So I get that. I, I, like, that's been a problem since Lost. Like, Lost was the first show I can remember where the creators seemed to be in, like, the spot of if they do what the fans want, the fans figured it out and the show's predictable. If they don't do what the fans want, they're assholes for not doing the right thing. Well, and then you get something like Game of Thrones Season 8, which yes. is was just a hot cup of farts. Yes. Um, but, but is again, isn't that the goal? Would you rather people just watch the show? Turn turn the channel when it's over and forget about everything they just watched. Or yeah. would you rather see them trying to figure out, you know, publicly and and garner interest and and Google things and tweet things? And I feel like that's better. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I don't disagree. And I also think that there that like the discussion of where someone's going to go and all of that. It's no different than in. The NFL or the NBA or what have you, when people MLB, are talking about yeah. potential trades yeah. or, or, or or things like that, it's just one is more narrative based and one is more business based. Yes. Um, and of course, pro wrestling being something that sits in between narrative storytelling and sports. Yeah. Sits in between the two of it being a narrative thing and a business thing. Like, I don't know, but um, let me tell you that just watch it or don't phrase is really, really going oh. to come back to bite them. I already saw some people pointing out. Do you remember the infamous um, Triple H, uh, me and my friend Mark are so mad we're going to stop watching promo from a few uh, years yeah. ago? I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone pointed out that viewership for that show was like four and a half million people. And oh, subsequently, wow. they're down to <laughs> 1.7 million. Yeah, on a good night. Uh, yes. So Oof. that tells you about that. Uh, also, there He's was his head out of his ass a little bit. Yes. I think um, also, uh, he also got snippy about the NWA all women's pay-per-view coming up this August. Uh, NWA announced that they had signed Mickey James as a producer mm-hmm. and she is producing the first ever NWA all women's pay-per-view this coming August. It's called NWA empowered. Yes. With the multiple R's three R. Yeah. Yes. yeah too many R's. Um, and Mickey James made a, a statement about, you know, she wants the best women in the world on the show, regardless of their contractual status, which Triple H got shitty about. And he's like, why do we have contractual status if we're not going to keep them to ourselves? But he did say, if you want to wrestle the best women in the world coming to WWE, that's starting to be very untrue, especially when and I'm not even going to say EW is is where you're at here, especially when you have like companies like Stardom and whatnot that are just. Yeah all women all the time and they are blowing away a lot of all men's shows. But he's like, you know, we get criticized if we did an all men's show. Y- you fucking did. It was called Saudi Arabia. And that's why you had to fucking run evolution. <laughs> right. Like, uh, it's just dude is clearly kind of snippy and shitty right now. And uh, it's not great. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious what his day to day is like now. I mean, yeah. you know, the guy, went from the, you know, successor, the next in line yeah. to, I'm sure he's probably wondering where his place is in the company at this point. Cause as you said, uh, Nick Khan has really 
um, encroached and put his fingers in all these different pies and and, and all the 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 you know everybody's pie. He's just he's fingering everybody over there. He's just got. <laughs> He's got a thumb up Triple H. He's got a he's got a pinky in Vince because he's got a you know enlarged prostate because he's eighty fucking three thousand years old. And he's a genetic you know. jackhammer. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm sure Trips is rightfully a little snippy. I mean, I'd probably be a little snippy too. Uh, I I would at least try to temper that for a uh, for a media call. You know, I wouldn't show up to that like i showed up to the podcast taping this morning um very tired and very drunk and very hungover but uh you know i'm also not making a ridiculous amount of money uh comparatively speaking to uh to to triple uh papa h there yeah i mean at least the one thing that triple h has going for him right now if if in all of this i'm sure he just feels absolutely motherfucked he can talk shit pretty much openly in the company because yeah. if he gets caught yelling about quote unquote that fucking con guy, it's very easy for him just to say, No, 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 I'm at Tony. I'm I'm yeah. at Tony. I didn't mean yeah, the you. other one. I don't his know cousin. why he's Gil from The Simpsons all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I really need this one. <laughs> oh, Gil. Uh but uh NXT takeover is tonight on Peacock. Uh it is at uh, eight o'clock Eastern time, which is now the the new time for uh-huh. pay per views. Um, it's going to be hosted by Todd Pettengill because of course they have to make it like 1995 all over again. I mean, all right. Didn't I see Doc Hendricks do a fucking promo? Doc Hendricks did the, enraged me. uh, he did a, he did a promo running down the card and, uh, the card for tonight's show is as follows. We've got a singles match between Mercedes Martinez and Zia Lee. Zia Lee, of course, has become a Mortal Kombat character, and okay. uh, not quite Shang Tsung told her that uh, she had to take out Marci- Marci- yeah, Mercedes Martinez, so that will be yeah. on the show. What's, what's, what's happening? Is it like Tian Sha or something like that, or is that the, the Shang Tsung character? Uh, I, I can't recall. I mean, uh, I believe uh, Boa is the name of one of them. What's the what's oh. the end game here? Oh, sorry, Tian Sha is is a mysterious woman. I I don't know. I I have no idea. Oh, it's a woman. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. at least that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, like it. It seems really out of place in NXT. It does. It, it very much does. No, no disagreement here. It is okay. It is All very right. very odd. Um, but we've got, and that's a Borash, uh, Jeremy Borash thing. It I feels like I read. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, definitely has, um, uh, oh God, what's it? Rosemary and, and the bunny vibes. Yeah. Oh geez. Okay. Was that the decay is that, was that that? Yes. Or was that something yes. different? No, the, okay. the decay. That is, that's correct. In fact, I think there's still a thing in impact now. Is that the, uh, is that the one with like crazy Steve or whatever? Crazy Steve with his weird eyes. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we're going to have for the women's championship, Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez is going to defend against Ember Moon. My God, I forgot she was a champion. Yes. I haven't heard her name since she won the title. Yeah. Well, I don't typically really talk about her because <laughs> I don't find her that engaging or interesting on NXT. Okay. Um, she still have uh, Dakota Kai as her little lapdog here? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, and the thing that was really weird was they did a singles match between Ember Moon and Dakota Kai. Um on Wednesday or sorry, on Tuesday. Uh-huh. 
And you would think Ember goes clean over Dakota Kai. They did a bullshit finish. And then the whole thing to make Ember look strong was she hit the eclipse on Raquel after the match. Okay. I don't understand why they couldn't give her a victory, but you know. Sure. Uh, We've got Cameron Grimes against L.A. Knight in a ladder match for the Million Dollar Championship. So this is the, what, the 23rd ladder match in the last year they've done that in NXT? (laughs) They've done a lot of them. really like their fucking ladder matches down there. Do they have some kind of backdoor deal with Home Depot or something (laughs) where they just like, hey, guys, I see you got a big feud going up. Hey, uh, this is DiBiase. All right, cool. How's your son doing with his tax evasion or whatever the fuck it was? Um, (laughs) Can we uh, we bring some ladders in here? You know, you can paint them black. That's fine. Play some Rolling Stones. You don't have to pay for the uh, for the song, but paint that shit black. Get those uh, get those ladders <laughs> on the screen, and uh, you know, strap up some cubic zirconias onto a uh, million dollar championship, and uh, make that shit happen. I am pretty surprised that there's never been WWE TLC sponsored by Home Depot or Lowe's. I mean, this shit writes itself, guys. Yeah, Come like on. that. That is such an obvious product placement you could do. Sales staff in Stamford. Yeah. Literally just have Michael Cole ideas. yell about the 16-foot insert company name here ladder available at Home Depot. <laughs> uh, uh, like I'm if they want to do like a, a fucking Snickers plug in the middle of the main event right. of WrestleMania, they can do that <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> man, Bianca, Be- 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 Bianca Belair isn't really all there. Maybe she should eat a Snickers and she'd be ready to go for this main event. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I just want – I'm trying to think of like a fucking it's DeWalt time yeah, or yeah, some yeah. shit like that. I was trying to think of a a company of of home improvement goods, and that's the best I could come up with. Uh, I don't know who manufactures ladders, and I'm yeah. I'm sorry to the our, our ladder manufacturing business fans out there. Um, I know you're plentiful, you know, in our in our sea of of listeners. Yeah, we're, we're, of the we're, not, podcast. we're not really tightly entwined with Big Ladder over here. <laughs> the Big Ladder business is uh you know something I've uh, I've avoided. Um, just because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I feel really sorry for Cameron Grimes because he has to figure out how to carry Eli Drake in a ladder match. I, mean, I feel like he's the one, the one, if not one of the most talked about people from NXT recently. So, yeah. You know, everybody seems high on him, both in the company and and in the uh, in the audience. So that's good for him. Um, you know, make your money. I'd imagine he's going over here. Um, I, I would I, assume as much as well, but who the hell knows? Yeah, and and to bring back DiBiase, okay, sure. Well, that you know. that might be something to help uh, pay for some lawsuits. I'm thinking. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got. Uh, this was added on Tuesday, uh, a last yeah. minute ad, and it's certainly intriguing. Uh, it is a winner takes all six man tag team match. It is okay. Bronson Reed, the North American champion and MSK of Nash Carter and Wes Lee, the tag uh, team champions uh-huh. defending against Legato del Fantasma of Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. And Santos Escobar is currently the cruiserweight champion. Yes, yes, he is the cruiserweight champion. That is not on the line in this. Well, I thought it was winner take all. Winner take all 
for the North American and oh NXT fuck you! I can't get Bronson Reed as the Cruiserweight champion. That's some bullshit, man. I completely agree, and it also feels way too early for Bronson Reed to lose the North American title, especially in a match like this. Oh, I'm Joaquin Wilde's eating a pin here. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Fall guy Joaquin Wilde. Sorry, Fall guy did you see my ion? Yeah. Fall guy DJZ. Uh, that's the same guy, right? Am I? Yeah. Am I? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, you're, okay. you're telling me it's pronounced the letters. It's not one word. It's not the jizz. <laughs> that is what I'm telling you. Yes. Damn. I'm sorry. Sorry to be the one to break that's, it to you. That's a problem with reading things in text versus hearing them out loud. But at least I got this uh, sweet uh, bass to my voice today. It makes me <laughs> feel real nice. Uh, this match could be very good on paper. I, th- I, I think it should be great, actually. But I think there's no real shot in, in who wins. Um, yeah. No, and, no. and the same can be said about the main event, which is basically – I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The <laughs> Carrying Cross as world champion in this match is how you would book me in NXT as world champion. Namely, surround me by four other dudes who actually can wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, I mean, this has been very unsuccessful. It seems the, yes. the, the carrying cross experiment. Um, I don't, I, I haven't been able to. Once. I haven't been able to find the pocket of wrestling Twitter that really enjoys this guy, uh, which is odd because there's a pocket of Twitter that enjoys fucking everybody. Yeah. Uh, but I've yet to find I definitely it found the pocket across. of wrestling Twitter that likes Scarlet like that. Well, that sh- exists. Well, yeah, I mean, that ass. I get it. Um, but character wise in NXT, she's she still doing terrible lip syncing. And yep, 100%. Ugh, God, fall and pray. Chris. So fall fucking cornball, man. Break. And I'm a guy. Who loves me some cornball? But this shit, again, it's it's out of place and it's just it's too cornball for what they do down there. It's 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 pretty fucking awful. Yeah. Um, so the question is, do they take the strap off them after you know start stop because of injuries and then and, and whatever else? He's just this. He's a big body. That's that's yeah. that's all he is with yeah. a, with a hot wife. I mean, what else is there to this guy? Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. He's an entrance and a wife, like that's, yeah, that's what he is. And you know, he showed some promise, and then he fucked up his shoulder, and he came back too fast. So his yeah. promise is at the fucking window. Um, and the the thing is, you know, you have talents like Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne in this. They're never going to leave NXT. Hmm. Unless they leave the company, they are never going to leave NXT. It is still – God, it pisses me off. For how long was I saying every week, why don't they just bring up the Undisputed Era and have them run roughshod over everybody like fucking Nexus? Shot in the fucking arm for Jesus. the main roster. No, they ran that with uh, fucking Retribution and that yeah. shit the bed super hard because yeah. of Mason T-Ball or T-Bag or T-Bar or, and Reckoning and whatever. Slapjack. Oh my God! Fucking slapjack, Jesus fucking Christ! Slapjack, who is lost to the ethos <coughs> of time. Sorry, Shane it, Thorne. I was going to say that's uh that's not Mikey Nichols, right? Yeah, that's Shane Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I did that just to pop you, by the way. The 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 closest thing I could see them doing on this show is maybe putting on Adam Cole, 
because yeah. the, the big thing that they've pushed is <laughs> there's two people in the match they want you to give a fuck about. It's carrying yeah. Cross and Adam Cole. But even at the fucking uh, Capital Wrestling Center, where they have, you know, 150 fans live who are clearly the most diehard NXT fans possible. Right. They were dead as hell. They did a big, like, five-way schmoz to end the Wednesday night, or I keep wanting to say Wednesday, Tuesday night show. Tuesday. Tuesday. And no one gave a shit. Like, not even Adam Cole popping up as a surprise. <laughs> like, they did this the credit where credit is due. You know, another one of those great NXT camera moves. Carrying Cross was standing tall, and this foot came out of the corner and super kicked him in the fucking face, and it was Adam <laughs> Cole. Like, Baby. Uh, it was it was really well done, but no one gave a fuck. Like, yeah, they've killed everything good that they had with four out of these five guys. Well, maybe Keith Lee shows up and wins the title. I don't fucking know. Well, <sighs> I will just say this based on some rumors. Uh, tip of the hat to Sean <clears throat> Ross Sap at, at uh, Sean Ross Sap at uh, mm-hmm. Fight for this one. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Joey Samoe might be getting an NXT deal. <sighs> Okay, I mean, if I'm Joey Samoe, how much are they offering to make you go back into that? I feel like, you know, the shackles came off. You know, he got his release. He's like, oh, cool, I can do some fun shit again. Um, But no, go back down to stagnant NXT. Uh, uh, You know, I don't know. I I, I, I just don't care. I I honestly don't. It's, Um, It's definitely a choice. Allegedly, according to whom you you read online, uh, WWE is thinking about maybe bringing back old uh, old Tommy End. Yeah, you know, yeah. Thinking they made they made the made the mistake of as, yeah. Okay, can we talk about this guy for a second? <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> listen to him on uh, on the old oral sesh. <clears throat> Excuse me with uh, with Renee. Pocket and. This guy really believes his own hype. Yeah. To the point where it's like, bro, like, come on, man. And he did, he continued to do the same thing that we talked about last week. You know, when we talked about his Twitch thing of saying, like, no, no, that's not what happened. And then explaining how it happened just like that. Yeah. And this whole, did you listen to it? No, 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 no. I, I, I read. Oh. I read some notes from uh, from the pod, but I, I didn't actually listen to it. So please, the, the whole the whole thing was was just essentially that saying that it wasn't this way, and you know he has nothing but positive things to say, and it 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 was, you know, he didn't want to be the guy that goes which was kind of shitty to say this on Renee's podcast, but he didn't want to be the guy that goes on a podcast and starts talking shit about, you know, the, the company that he just worked for, which <laughs> I, I feel like was maybe a backhanded ding at, uh, at Mox. And he wasn't clearly Mox wasn't the only one to do it. Yeah. No, no, no. <clears throat> there's, there's quite a few, but for once, and this isn't something I really found myself, uh, ever saying is I agree with fucking Carl Anderson. <laughs> Cause, uh, Anderson came out and was like, no, dude, fuck them and fuck you for going to bat for this company, man. They, yeah. you know, they had you, they, they had you as this talent. They didn't see you as a talent. They didn't push you as the talent. And now you're going to go off and, you know, um, you know, give, give them the, uh, the old fluff and go on the way out. No, yeah. fuck them, um, for not 
capitalizing on your talent, go out there and, and, you know, make it on your own and, you know, do you, uh, and I, you know, it was, I would not recommend listening to the Tommy and, uh, Renee podcast because there was really no revelations and he just, you know, verbally filleted uh vince and wwe and chalked it up to misunderstandings and disappointment and i was like okay you know i i I don't have the i don't care enough to to do that it made me whereas you know the mocks uh was i think he did the big one wade keller and whomever jericho uh, Jericho. yeah that was yeah those those podcasts really got me fucking pumped to see what was going on with Mox and what happens next. This interview with Tommy and Renee, I was like, I kind of care less about this guy right now. Uh, it didn't, didn't do him any favors, but you know, that said, if he pops up at the end of, uh, all out or whatever, by, you know, giving a black mask to Kenny Omega, I'm probably gonna, you know, have a little pee come out. Um, like there, there, there's, there's, he is, a very, very strong talent. He's got a unique look. He's got a unique yeah. move set. He is very, very good. He has all of the tools to be a star. He just needs to shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. That's really what it boils down to. I mean, even to Carl Anderson's point, Carl's, you know, definitely on the side of like, go out there and tell them they fucking could suck your dick or whatever. Like, you don't even yeah. have to do that. You know, sometimes the smartest guy in the room is the one who doesn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> and that certainly would help with the Tommy end mystique, wouldn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah, you're this mysterious fucking creepy dude, uh, you know, with black metal logos and tattoos and shit like that. Run wild with it. I don't need to hear you being a dork over Twitch about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and God, I hate to you know, make the undertaker comparisons. Um, but in certain respects, oh, character wise, uh, you know, uh, all elite Scooby-Doo out there, you know, shouting out fucking Twitter handles, uh, is, is not really helping build the mystery of, yeah. of what you, what you are and what you could be. Uh, yeah, just hang out, man, hang out with your hot wife, uh, and your cats and, you know, you can play some video games. You don't have to fucking be a dork and stream about them. But, um, <laughs> you know, I can't imagine him making a shit ton of money off of Twitch, and he's just using um, uh, Zelina's Twitch anyway, right? Like it's not even I think his he own. He has his own now. Does he have his own now? Oh god, yeah. fucking yeah. Twitch! Maybe. I can't. I, I I don't. I I'm not. I'm. I no no. <laughs> it's is is Twitch the worst thing that happened to the wrestling business since Twitter? No I mean, no 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 no. Podcasts are the worst thing. Worst thing that happened to the <laughs> since Twitter. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lateral comparison, really. They're adjacent at best. Um, but hey, real quick before we uh, tie uh, a bow on this with some AEW talk, let's very quickly. And now it's time for the Roundhouse Podcast. Xavier's took a massive shit. Oh, sorry, buddy. Stinks really bad down here. Well, you know, I think that's also a great way to describe the exact end of Impact all against <laughs> all odds last night. The main event was Kenny Omega versus Moose. Hey, that was last night? Yes, it was last night. Oh, on, okay. Uh, Impact Plus, their streaming service. Okay. Um, so uh, the, the big resolve of the uh, Tony Khan, Scott DeMore Summit 
on mm-hmm. Impact this week was that the main event of Against All Odds would be held at Daly's place, uh, with the rest of the show being held in Nashville. So okay. it was Kenny Omega versus Moose. By the way, all of this clearly pre-taped. Oh, yeah. Um, but also to uh, settle the whole Sammy Callahan thing, they decided <laughs> that the winner of Kenny Omega versus Moose would go against Sammy Callahan at Slammiversary. Okay, July, I think, uh, yes, right? in July, which yeah. uh, is actually going to be the first Impact show in uh, nearly two years with a live crowd. Um, limited seats, but they did sell out, so good for them. Okay, all right. What they also did was to make sure that the Good Brothers did not interfere. It was going to be uh, the Good Brothers and uh, against Sammy Callahan and a mystery partner uh, at the top of the show, uh, basically in ensuring, you know, if they're in Nashville, they certainly can't get to Jacksonville. Uh, the uh, it ended up being the opening match, and you'll understand why. But it was the Good Brothers against Tommy Dreamer and Sammy Callahan. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's what Impact has. But the main event was Kenny Omega versus Moose. Reports are this was very good, but the finish involved a run-in by the Young Bucks. Mm. Uh, the Young Bucks. <laughs> Ran down, super kicked the shit out of Moose. Uh, credit where credit is due. When uh, Matt Jackson ran in and hit a super kick, he yelled, oh, my God, it's Max and Jeremy Buck. Uh, to shout out their time as Generation Me. In oh, yeah. Mind, yeah. I, I thought was kind of funny. Um, uh, Omega gets okay. the win. Post-match, lights go out. Guess who hacked the screens in Jacksonville? Oh, he's still doing the hacker bit. Yeah, it's Sammy Callahan. Lights come on. He's there with his baseball bat. He's threatening to do what he did. Yeah, fucking Concord Jet. What? Apparently, uh, he threatens to do to Kenny Omega what he did to um, Eddie Edwards, mm-hmm. or if you will, Edward Edwards. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you know that's a whole thing. There's a big pull apart. And Don Callis, still in storyline, a VP of Impact Wrestling, fires. Sammy Callahan to go off the air. Okay. Um, as long as this does not lead to Sammy Callahan in AEW, I'm okay. <laughs> Considering that they've done literally nothing to have impact interact with AEW. Yeah. There was no Rich Swan appearance. There was no Moose appearance. Yeah. Like the only thing they've done is have the good brother show up. I don't think we're going to have Sammy Callahan show up. I don't think. I mean, I hope not. I mean, you know, fuck. I don't don't really care for that guy that much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, were there people? Was there an audience? Uh, At Daly's Place? At Daly's Place, it was the standard wrestling uh, or wrestler audience. Uh, What was interesting was that that all the lights on the stage off. So it looked like they were in kind of a big black void. It was weird. Okay. I mean, obviously you don't want AEW branding there. I get that. Yeah. But uh, it was it was definitely a little strange. Okay. Um, also strange this week for the world of AEW uh, on, uh, I think it was Monday, uh, Leo Rush announced he was retiring from pro wrestling. Again. Again. Yeah. Um, he popped up. Uh, posted on Instagram that he separated his AC joint during the Double or Nothing Battle Royal. Uh, he said uh, he realized that he, you know, wanted to be there for his family and his father, uh, or, or as a father rather. Um, 
he mentioned that he was signed to both an AEW and New Japan contract and all those yeah. things. Yeah. But uh, he will be making his final appearances for New Japan Pro Wrestling once he is healed. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, calling it quits, um, you know. I'd be remiss if I did not say this is the third retirement Leo Rush has announced since leaving WWE. Which was only a couple of years ago, mind yes. you. Yes. Um, so. Look, uh, you know, the guy, we'll he's super talented. Uh, yes. It was actually pretty exciting to see him show up at the Battle Royale. I was like, okay, yeah. he could do some things here. I think yeah. he, his style fits really well in with uh, with AEW. And, and just was, last week I was talking about I'd love to see him in New Japan messing with the There juniors. we go. Yeah, I would, you know, yeah. Him in the, in like a best of a super junior sort of thing would have been, would have been really good. But um you know, uh, like I say, we'll, we'll get a couple matches with him. Uh, I don't know if it'll be just on strong or if it's it'll be in in Japan, New Japan, or New Japan proper when he, when he heals. But uh, who, who knows how long that'll be? Who knows what'll be happening with COVID at that point? But um, but yeah, you know, homegrown uh, talent who made it uh, to the big time and uh, made made an impact, uh, literally, figuratively. Uh, uh, you know, I I. I I'm with you. I feel like he'll be back another two years down the down the down the road. And, yeah, you know, I mean, pop up somewhere. Look, uh, Leo Rush has been outspoken about you know his mental health, and mm-hmm. um, in mm-hmm. fact, he quit uh, the the challenge that he was a part of. Uh, oh yeah, the MTV reality show six Forgot weeks in due to mental health issues. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I I don't want to paint with a broad brush, especially because you know he is from our backyard and everything, and I want to give benefit of the doubt. Um, I, there's part of me that's like this may be uh, less a retirement, more uh, pause while he gets his head straight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but we shall see. Uh, but of course, while he was in AEW, he did finally extend an olive branch and squash the beef with Mark Henry. And Mark Henry got in the news this week, uh, just yesterday. Did you hear about this, Chris? I did not. What happened? Uh, He was uh, stopped by TMZ. Okay. And TMZ was talking to him about his new gig in AEW. And, of course, while he is not officially like a VP or anything, he is involved in scouting. And he said one of his A number one things is to broker a deal between AEW and recently fired WWE talent, Braun Strowman. Oh, God. No. (laughs) No, thank you. Thank you, no. Mark, Henry, world's strongest man, all-around great guy, seems. Does some, uh, some work on Sirius, doing the busted open stuff. Yeah. Big personality, yeah. big body, mm-hmm. large, big, uh, you know, world's big, strongest everything. Big dude. Uh, stop. Big, big, large, okay? huge. Pump the world's largest brakes on that shit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. There is, there is not a scenario that I can think of, um, sober or drunk, where Braun Strowman in AEW works. Uh, that's not, no, just no, just. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nah. Nah. No. Nope. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Shoot the Tracy Morgan from the top down again. Okay. 
Seriously, though, I, I, I got it before we break into AEW. I got to talk about the, uh, another Shingo thought I had. You mentioned yeah. Shingo versus Penta. What I did. if we just have Shingo come over and wrestle Pac? Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, I can feel the blood going. Yeah. The blood is moving south for the more, winter. More Shingo. Get this. Shingo. Eddie Kingston. Look, I want Shingo versus the world. Okay, I want Shingo versus Tony Schiavone. Let's do it. uh, You know what? Bring bring the guy over. You know, Japan's shutting down quarantine. You know, throw him in a plane, take him to Jacksonville and do open challenges for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship every fucking week. Shingo versus Miro. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. Shingo Miro. Um, Give me fucking Shingo versus Johnny Hungy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. Give let him break Shingo that shoulder again. Fuck it. Versus Jack Evans. I'm here for that. <laughs> Give me Shingo versus Sonny Kiss. I will happily, <laughs> happily enjoy that. Uh-huh. Uh, give me Shingo versus uh, Ray Phoenix. Omni. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no brainer right there. Totally. Give me Shingo versus. You know what? I'll, at this point. Mm-hmm. I'll take Shingo versus Sean Spears, man. Shingo you know what? If only to see Sean Pier- Sean Spears get decapitated by a pumping bomber <laughs> and to see his stupid head rolled into the 10th <laughs> row of Daly's place. I am here for Shingo versus Sean Spears. Give me Shingo versus Tully. Okay. I'll take it. But, oh, man. And don't, don't you dare throw this on dark or dark elevation. I need Shingo Takagi defending the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship mm-hmm. against Marco Stunt in a uh, twenty-eight and a half minute barn burner. I want to. I just want to see Shingo toss that little twink around uh, like nobody's fucking business. Suplex him into the heavens and then catch him on your shoulders, torture rack position, right into the fucking um, um, last of the dragon. Let's fucking go, man. Let's do this shit. Give me Shingo versus Luchasaurus, please. I'm I'm very much excited mm-hmm. that for that. Yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, maybe a uh, maybe I don't know if this is out of hand or not, uh, yeah. but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, give me Shingo versus Nyla Rose. <laughs> I think it's uh, you know it's it's just a, a big beefy uh, a battle happening in there. Okay. Yeah. You know, hey. Fuck Shingo versus Mark Henry. Let's fucking go. I want to see Shingo do made in Japan on Mark Henry because I feel like his upper body has yeah, enough beef yeah. there to make that happen. All no, right. No. You know, you know, um, what, you know what I know that AEW is absolutely listening and finally giving us what, what we want when Shingo after absolutely destroying Marco stunt, including throwing stunt in the air, working yeah. an entire another match catching marco stunt <laughs> and then winning yeah. that match he just heads right on over to that desk and gives a pumping bomber right to the face of good old jr oh my god you know what he might straighten something out on there you know it's just <laughs> i feel like the impact from a pumping bomber he just of sounds Shingo. like 1993 wcw all <sighs> over again at that point you know, but you know what <laughs> yeah I, Maybe it'll knock some sense in the JR and he'll maybe start enjoying the product that he's being paid to put over. Yeah. Uh, that would be cool. I, yeah. I, I'd be okay with that. You know, it, he 
Is there anybody coasting more in a career right now in pro wrestling than Jim Ross? I mean, based on what we're talking about, Triple H pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Man, yeah. You know, fucking Excalibur and Shingo? Hell yeah. Let's let's fucking go. (laughs) Give me that business. Thought you were tired to do the the concussions before Excalibur. Let's fucking go. The real main event match, you know, yeah. Marco Stunt was just a warm up. I need yeah. Shingo versus Negative One, and then we just, you know, <laughs> then then authorities That's are what called. What you get for and... that C minus, little <laughs> little bro? Yeah, do your fucking homework, Brody, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> every you time, you, every time you fail math, Shingo's gonna lariat the fuck out of you. Yeah, it's the opposite Billy Madison, uh, where he's like studying, and Veronica Vaughn is taking her top off, yeah. Magna Carta style. Uh, no, it's the opposite. Every time you get an answer wrong on a math test, you're, you're pumping bombard. <laughs> Doing a bouncy house, it's fine. I yeah, think it, yeah, I think it yeah. work just as fine, just yeah. as well. Just a little or, bit of bicep. Something like that, you know, something, something safe for the little fella. You know, you got to look out for, uh, for, for his health. Um, I, I think, uh, I, th- I think it would work out or even into a pool. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't you know. want to take a pump and bomber into the pool? Come on. It's, I'd take a made in Japan into the pool. Let's go, man. Shing- All right. Shingo versus Kristoff. There we go. Main event. Wow. Here we are. It's all come down to this. Uh, you know, I've got a bad back. And then, you know, towards the end, after the after the pumping bomber, bomber in a made in Japan, he literally rips the titanium rods out of my spine and then plays <laughs> plays my spine like a xylophone. Um, but it's it's accurate. It sounds accurately like a xylophone. So some guy, you know, doesn't get all up in arms on the Internet about how that note shouldn't come out of that key on a xylophone. Really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. <laughs> <laughs> The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughHouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Rough House Redos, and Rough House Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House, uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. The WWE Network is making an effort to have programming for all walks of life. From your pure pro wrestling action to fantastic reality-based programs, the WWE is excited for its network. And why not introduce a new sitcom? Using the best of CGI and holographic technology, the WWE presents That's So Macho! On the next episode of That's So Macho... Dad, kids at school are teasing me, and I don't know how to get them to like me. Remember that one time WCW made me use Sid Vicious as a bodyguard, but he never did anything. Ooh, it sucked. Hey, uh, hey, macho, you want to help me uh, stock these shelves? You're going to sit around being, you know, macho all day long. I had a rap album one time. No one liked it. Not even the people that helped me make it. Yeah, please buy one. It goes to my estate. 
I've seen a lot of macho men in my time, macho, but you're probably one of the most savage. <laughs> See you at the bake sale this weekend. I had a girlfriend that was 38 years younger than I was. And I gave her the business. Ooh, yeah. I made her call me Bobby the Brain. And then licked my brain. It's the nickname for my balls. Mm. Smell like Slim Jims. That's so macho on the new WWE Network. Watch my show or I'll fucking haunt you. No one wants to wake up in the middle of the night and hear boo. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Macho activity.